0: Chris Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken. and today I am presenting new music from the Leviathan Project, and um, the new song that is out there right now is called Steering Away the Darkness. The new album is out there is called The Final War. The other new album that is out there is called We Are... What is it? We Are Here?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I brought it with me because I don't know the names of anything. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got... This one, the first one, we have. Why are we here? Which is the instrumental, yes. And then this is the new one, and then this was the cassette, Cassette. so you can still buy everything. (laughs) Nice. Well,
0: here to here to shamelessly shill this stuff as well as talk about all this great music is the leader, and I guess that's your title now, the leader of the Leviathan Project. It is the guitarist
1: Tommy Crash. Tommy, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm great, dude. Well, dude, like a, like we just kind of recapped, there's a whole lot of Leviathan Project out there right now, man. Just lots and lots of music, man. So why don't you catch everybody up before we dig into it, man? What all is going on with this project?
1: Well, as you know, or a lot of people watching probably don't know, it started a little over a year ago. Um, and we released uh, this, right? The cassette. Right. First, that was our EP demo sort of thing, and it had uh, you know Tim Owen singing on it. has Bobby, the guy who played in Death for a while and toured. He plays on it. And uh, my longtime friend, Matt Nardo, who I've been in a couple bands with, he plays on it. And uh, that did really well. We'd released that last November. And after that was this one. It's an instrumental record. It's in front of my face. It is in the vein of uh, like new age and maybe some, uh, uh, you know, atmospheric black metal, that kind of deal. Maybe a little bit of classical. It's got that vibe. Um, And then the one you and I have been talking about is this one. Right. Right. Okay. That's the new one. And that one uh, took a little bit turn style-wise. It's more in the death metal and uh, black metal genre. So, um, you know, that's that one. And then you mentioned the new single off the top of the, the, the show, mm-hmm. um, Staring Away the Darkness. That is more in the style of the traditional. And I got to get right. this right. This is fucking stupid. It's more, <laughs> It's more in the traditional metal sound. So... The final war, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit different stylistically than the other one. And, and what I've found just by looking at, you know, sales and, and comments on this, it's, it's weird. The, the one that's more the black metal death metal has been popular in like Russia and Eastern Europe.
0: Right.
1: Um, that's where a lot of the sales have been coming from. Uh, I find that England and the Americans like the traditional metal. I you know, okay. like the priest style, um, sure. you know, whatever. I like everything. It's pretty much my band. So I do whatever the fuck I want. I don't right care, on, you know, but there's a little bit of something for everyone. So if you go to our website, it, you know, it takes you to three portals, classic, uh, dark Leviathan, and then the instrumental piece. So you click on one and it'll take you to whatever you like.
0: Right on, man. Well, dude, the obvious question is three different projects in three different styles in basically 12 <laughs> months. Are are you just in, in a place right now where you're feeling like crazy creative or are these like a lot of this long term ideas that you've wanted to put together and you just now had the time or what?
1: Um, yeah, it's been a, a little bit of everything. I went for a good period of time when my kids were younger of not really doing music and recording Uh, Now technology is up to speed where I can record with anyone around the world. And it it sounds good. Um, And, you know, we we jump-started the Leviathan brand with the Sound of Galaxies, the one that Tim sang on. Sure. And with that, given some exposure to the brand name, I was able to branch off and do things with it. I mean, you know, there's your classic artist like ACDC that does the same album over and over, which is cool. Sure. Uh, and then you might have, you know, other artists like I, I don't know who, but I mean, you can imagine where they'll have, you know, one, two records or a certain style and then they kind of deviate a little bit. And mm-hmm. I realize it certainly isolates fans, but let's be honest, the the fan base for New Metal, it's so small anyway. I don't care. Right. You know, <laughs> it just is. I mean, I remember having a, you know, asking Tim about the first album and, you know, we we're selling, it's doing okay. And I'm like, man, it's really hard even with your name attached and Bobby's name to move this, sure. it, it's, it's fucking nearly impossible. And he's like, I, he's like, I know, man. He's like, you know, you get, we just got to try everything. I, I think the thing that, that probably hurts is just not playing live right sure.
0: now. Yeah. Sure. Is, is that something that you, you want to do and just, you know, can't facilitate because of musicians or, or what, why is it that you're not playing live at this point?
1: Um, well, I have, the the bulk of the band is in the philadelphia area so i have bass player drummer and matt who would play guitar up there uh and did lead on the new song staring away the darkness so he's more than a competent lead player sure um and then i'm in florida and our singer depending on which one you look at uh you know we had a different singer on the new single juan ricardo uh or tim they're in Ohio. So I would be completely content never playing live again and letting those guys <laughs> use the name and, and me basically managing it to make sure they don't suck, which they right. wouldn't, but yeah. Um, it's in the cards, man. You know, it, it may happen in the next 12 months. And that's part of the reasoning why I made a bit of a vocal change with, uh, Juan on the new single. I've been sitting on that song for probably eight months. Right. Um, And he's more accessible to be able to go out there and do those things where Tim is just not
0: sure. Well, just talk talk a little bit about that with Juan. I mean, I I obviously know Juan because that's why you know Juan. Yeah, but <laughs> but um but um with with Juan, um you know he is such a such a crazy another crazy ranged vocalist that can do a lot of different things like Tim, you know very much in the same vein like that. But he's a little more like Tim. Tim to me, because of his heritage, he doesn't stretch as far. You know, he he kind of sounds like Judas Priest. And that's that's what he does, because that's his thing where Juan isn't as well known. So he's always seemingly willing to stretch out more. So working with him, are you finding that you can explore some new territory that maybe you weren't comfortable even bringing to Tim?
1: Um, Not really, because, you know, we didn't write towards Tim's voice. We just gave him songs. I didn't care what key it was. I didn't care how hard it would sing. I didn't really think about that. Tim's, sure. a, Tim's a pro I mean he made every song we do with him work it's sure. just unbelievable um, Juan he just has a different uh, like tone to his voice you know it's like maybe a Stratocaster versus a Les Paul they have different tones sure. um, and Juan is a, a little more he's a little closer to my original vision for Leviathan project whereas and I told you this a long time ago I, I envisioned someone that sang in the style of like old flotsam uh, death angel, that album act three and Juan's voice comes in that range a little closer and he's got some Lizzie Borden in there. He's got the Bruce Dickinson vibrato. Um, So I didn't tell him to do anything. I had everything pretty much for these first two songs prepared melodically and lyrically for him.
0: Okay.
1: And, um, you know, funny enough, Tim also sang this new single, too. So there's, okay. two, ver- there's two versions of it. <laughs> um, nice. But from the financial perspective and long term, I I wanted to take a shot with uh, Juan and see what we could do with this. I think we might be able to grow it a little more where, you know, Tim's Tim's got a lot of stuff on the plate and he does a sure. lot of stuff. And, you know, he's he's been amazing with promoting it as much as he can. But... You know, it's never going to be Tim Owens of Leviathan Project. It's always right. a guest vocalist. Which, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. He's an awesome singer, great guy too.
0: Sure, no, he absolutely is. Now, um, with with Juan and with with the prospects of touring, not necessarily being the the immediate thought for for the project is. Is the is the thought now that, you know, now that you've got this single and from what I guess you have another single mm-hmm. is is the thought that now you're going to try and put together a full length with Juan?
1: Um, you know, my good friend, uh, Dave Weekly, who just played bass on the next single, he's in this band, Roughhouse and Tees, an, an 80s sure. glam band. he's got this idea, and maybe it's not original, I don't know if it is or not, but I kind of like it, where he's releasing a single every month. Okay. And then theoretically, at the end of seven, eight, nine, ten months, you have a full album. Um, So I like that idea. It takes a lot of pressure off of trying to compile a whole album, because I did find when I did the first album with Tim, it got to crunch time, and some of the songs I didn't love that much because, you okay. know, you're, you're trying to meet a time frame. The album's come out sure. in May, and you got to have it done three months before. Um, whereas, you know, yeah, I think it'll come out as either an EP or an album, to answer your question. But I'm just taking it kind of slow now because, as you know, Juan's also involved in a shit ton of projects, too. Sure.
0: Absolutely, man. But
1: but Juan's willing to actually go and and play live and promote it, and uh, you know, he's he's in a different spot than Tim is, obviously. Right, certainly is.
0: With with doing it a single at a time, you know, you know, you know how it is today. You know, here today, gone later today. With yeah, with people, are you finding that people are going back and listening to the song multiple times, or are there, or is it hard to get them to even? give attention, which to me is a crime. You know, I, I hate it. I hate the fact that even doing, you know, whether it's this show or CMS or whatever, I hate that I'll I'll bring up a new band and then people hit me up like a month later or something. I'll be like, hey, do you remember that band that you played ba, 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 six weeks ago? And it's like, dude, no, you know, <laughs> you know, right. no, I don't. And, and that's my failing, but it's also it's it's so hard now to get people to investigate something new are you finding that people are whether it's because of tim's involvement or just because people are digging the music that they are kind of discovering the band and staying invested in the band
1: um you know i think you'd have to stay in front of them almost daily as far as online promotion twitter uh, all that stupid shit um You know, using, you know, like a a, a PR firm that'll put out a simple press release once a month for you. Right. Um, I think that because I do work such a a stylistically uh, varied, you know, area that... I, and I know some people said to me, they heard our first album with Tim and then they heard the album with the death metal and, and the you know black metal vibe. And they're like, yeah, I don't really get it. You know, I right. <laughs> get what you're doing. So <laughs> like I said, there's there's a lot for everyone here. And just because I put out an album under the name that's stylistically a little bit different doesn't mean that I'm not going to hit them back with the classic Leviathan sound. But to answer your question, I th- you just have to stay in front of them all the time, constantly. And that's a thing where... If we play gigs, I mean, we'll see for whatever it's worth. We'll see our YouTube numbers, our followers. We'll see all that nonsense will spike dramatically. Right. You know, cause We'll be out there meeting people and they'll see us live. They'll buy shit, you know, live.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, you know, I've asked you, you know, countless times. I asked Tim, like, how do we do this? And nobody seems to have a concrete answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The unfortunate yeah. thing is there is no answer that's working for anybody, really. You know? I guess the answer is put a shit ton of money into it and keep well, it in front of people.
1: <laughs> that's the thing. If, you know, there is an investor and that's why it was nice having, you know, it's nice to have the record company involved because they're not sure putting a shit ton, but they're just another outlet that's out there pushing in addition to myself. And, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, Tim pushing the stuff he's whatever, you know, it, it takes an army to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. People will listen to the single that came out on Friday and two weeks from now, you know, you got to have something else. So that's why yeah. I'm I'm thinking in my small brain that if I release <laughs> another single next month, okay, and we keep it going. Because you're right, sure. you release an album. We released the first album with Tim back in November. I, You know, by two weeks later, it's forgotten.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sad that it is that way. But that is the nature of the beast right now. But... I'll uh, tell you what, man, why don't we take a break here? We will um we'll give people a taste of uh of a song from the final war. We'll give them the, the heavy stuff first. How's that? We'll um cool. We'll go we'll go with Origin of Life. Uh what can you tell me about this uh song? Um
1: musically, uh and the way I recorded it is almost exactly the same as everything we did with the classic Leviathan sound um it's just got a different vocal texture a different style i believe this song i did the lead on um you know just because it felt right and uh sometimes the less people involved the better it is
0: all right well let's check it out right now this is origin of life from the final war it is leviathan project right here on chris Aker presents origin of life from the final war that was Leviathan project and joining us once again to talk all about that project and the 900 releases that it's put out so far. And, uh, the more that are coming, the great Tommy crash and, uh, Tommy, uh, talk a little bit about doing vocals on final war, because that's, you know, I've known you for a lot of years with a lot of different bands and I've never known you really to be a, a vocalist and certainly not a, Thrashy slash deathy type of a vocalist. What went into that? That thought. I don't even. I mean, I I know what you listen to in your car is not that day to day, (laughs) right? Day to day, I'll get a text from you and it's like, dude, look at this. I found the lynch mob (laughs) fucking record from two thousand and one or whatever. It's it's never. You've never said, dude, Demu Borgir, man. Yeah, you know. (laughs) You
1: know, I always wondered how you pronounce that stupid name of that band. (laughs) Uh, You know, and if it, it. it's funny because some people have come to me and they're like, yeah, it sounds like this band or that band. I don't know that genre. I like one band that's in that genre and you probably may not have heard of them. They're called Sam A.L. They're from Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I had the demos for a lot of the songs on the final war back in 2000. God, probably 20, 21 years ago. So I've had this vocal style that I've dicked around with for a long time. It's not, it's not something new. And, um, you know, a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, pieces of it were recorded, you know, within the last 20 years. Um, I guess the fact is I have an outlet for it now, you know, where it's, uh, you know, under the Leviathan name. So I, I put that out, but yeah, the vocal styling, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's something I've done for a long time. But, yeah, I don't really listen to that style of music. Um, I mean, when I got Bobby from Death involved, you know, because he plays on this record a little bit, The Final War. I had never really listened to Death up until a year ago. I'm like, well, I guess I should see what this guy's band sounded like if I'm going to sure. use him. He was referred by a family friend. And, okay, um, you know, I've learned to appreciate that kind of music you know? Mm-hmm. But back when I was a teenager, I was like, you know, I heard like cannibal corpse. I'm like, the fuck is this? It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I've had that response to the final war because a lot of the people that like your traditional metal, like Judas Priest and stuff like that, they don't get it. You know, right. and I, I understand that I've been there, but, um, again, it's my thing. People are willing to help me put it out the label. So, whatever i could give two fucks to be honest i'm not making right. money off this so you know i'll i'll let the people in russia enjoy it
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right on man yeah well dude i i want to go to the middle record here for a minute because this is the one i don't get
1: the the why are we here
0: one <laughs> I, it's so drastically different. It's it's literally like relaxation music in a way. I mean it, Yeah, you don't see, get it. I don't get it. I, I mean it's it's I could see this on one of them sleep devices to you know to mellow out to. I mean it's so wow. different from either project. You know, why why did you decide to do this one instead of you know lyricing it up or whatever and turning it into another like full-on metal band thing?
1: Well, s- some of the songs that are on, let me see if I can find it here, that are on this one, uh, Why Are We Here, mm-hmm. right? There we go, that one. Yeah. Some of the songs were small instrumental pieces, interludes that were on this one. Okay. Right. So if you listen closely, there's pieces of this that show up on here. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I did, I took those pieces and I extended them into, you know, three or four minute compositions, uh, and people that might be, uh, familiar with atmospheres, black atmospheric black metal, they'll probably understand it more. And that's why I say the fan that likes the Tim Owens Leviathan project has a hard time understanding the catalog. Sure, um, And I, I guess, you know, uh, New Age music, if you're familiar, you're probably not that familiar with it. Not
0: really, you know? but I mean, I know Tangerine Dream.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that, that's stuff I've listened to since I was in high school, and I okay. love it. Um, and I think that it creates a, a more well-rounded catalog of the Leviathan Project catalog in there. Matt plays a bit on it. Um, There are some electric guitars, but yeah, I could see where someone that's not familiar with it would say, yeah, it sounds like fucking elevator sleep music. I get that. (laughs) Right. But I I mean, I put a ridiculous amount of time into it. Um, Again, that's something that like some of these compositions I've had since high school. Okay. Um, And you know what? It's I looked at I had Leviathan project name. Mm -hmm. I had a label supporting it. And I said, yeah, I'm going to put this shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I understand it's confusing where people are like, well, we don't really know what Leviathan project is. Well, it's it's whatever I say it is at a certain moment. Sure. <laughs> so
0: and, and and you know what? That might be the hook that that you have that other bands don't is most most bands and it's usually the downfall of almost every band is they become predictable, and once they become predictable, then people are either they're either, well, I'm all in for life, or most people are like, Yeah, well, I'm moving on. You know, I mean Well, that's look just what the happened truth.
1: when Judas Priest put uh Nostradamus out. hmm I, I yeah. mean I mean, if I remember you, you were you Ooh, probably I hate it. oh God, I love it. Love ah! that record. Ah! <laughs> love it. Um But yeah, I mean, people like you know, we like the same thing. We like eating the same food, we like the same yeah. snatch, uh, you know. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I I like trying stuff different and and I can because I don't have a built in dedicated fan base like uh, like Judas Priest does. You know, I'll never have that. So, um, you know, that's where it's at. Will I release another instrumental record like this. Probably not, but it's part of the it's part of the full catalog. I think, uh, you know, today I say this. Uh, but tomorrow I could have a completely different answer. I see, you know, the basis of Leviathan Project is that classic metal sound. I mean, sure. the, the new set of songs with Juan will sound in the, the vein of Alcatraz, um, you know, maybe Michael Schenker, guitar sound, uh, Lizzie Borden, that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Very cool, man. Is there, is there a line for you? And I, I think the answer is no, but I'll ask. Is there a line between creative and commerce or do you not even give a shit about the commerce part of it?
1: Oh know? yeah. Cause I don't make any money off it. Yeah. I mean, fortunately the first record, it, it has turned a profit, okay. but the amount of money that's come back to me, it's, you know, it's not never going to match what I put into it. So, right. um, yeah, I, I didn't put out the new single with Juan singing to be like, Oh man, I got to get that original fucking 500 people back that bought the first record. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so you so not like, I got to recoup. <laughs> no, I mean, that's where I can do that. Whereas, you know, like, I don't know, Enough's Enough, that, like it or not, they're going to keep on making songs that sound like Enough's Enough. Right. That's what their fans want to hear, and they're going to go out and play the same stuff all the time. If Enough's Enough mm-hmm. went out and, I don't know, started playing like ACDC, no one would go see them. Yeah. But I don't sure. have the problem because I make money, so I don't. it don't matter to me.
0: Right. No, that makes sense, man. Yeah. Well, dude, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but uh, if you don't, just say, I don't want to talk about it. But I, I understand there's other band stuff you're working on.
1: Is, is that open cool. for discussion or yeah, no? Yeah, which, which one? There's always stuff I'm involved in. The
0: one with the name or the more name band.
1: Oh, Brittany Fox?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know if that was on the table or not. No,
1: I don't even know what I mentioned to you about that or mentioned... I mean, well, you mentioned
0: that it was, uh, that it was kind of in the works for a tour.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I mean, my involvement, what I've been doing is working with Billy and the, the new singer. We've been recording some material. Okay. Um, fantastic singer. He's a really, really good singer. And he, uh, he was brought into Brittany Fox from what I understand from the guitar player. One of the guys who played, uh, after I left the band. Okay. So it's, uh, Greg is his name. He's a guitar player. You got Billy, um, the drummer, Henry, I played with back in 2007 and their new singer. So they're going to do a show in, I don't know, September or something in Wisconsin or some rock okay. fest or something like that. Right. So, I mean, my involvement is more uh, been on the writing and production end with Billy and then have a new, new singer, you know, work on it. So okay. no, I'm not, I'm not on the road or anything. And I don't know what their plans. I, I I guess they're trying out this one show and seeing how it how it shakes out.
0: Right. Do you do you have any any inkling at all of getting back out there, or are you like, I'm done with that?
1: With a live band or with Britney? Yeah, Fox? with
0: either either or like like consistent live, not just well, I'll do a, a weekend here there.
1: Nah, I don't think consistent live. I mean, my my love is really in the studio and writing songs and and somewhat not dealing with people. Um. You know, like I said, the more the more people you put in the mix, the more problems you're going to have. And there's, right. I, I've decided that at least fifty percent of Americans are fucking idiots, <laughs> and, and I don't want to deal with it. You know, I mean, you know how those bands tour. I mean, there's yeah. a good chance you know you're in a band like Britney and you show up and you're like, oh, well, we don't have the money, and it's, right. it's fucking retarded. Or you know, it's, I, I was an idiot when I was on the road playing. I know I was a total you know, pain in the ass to play with. So, so, <laughs> so not no. really, no. I mean, it's not like anyone's going to offer me a bag of money to go on tour. Right. You know, it's just not going to happen. So, No,
0: I hear you. Definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, dude, did, whether they hand you a bag of money or not, they should hand you at least, oh, I don't know, about 15 bucks to buy at least one of these <laughs> Leviathan Project records. That would be And cool. for God's sakes, buy. Don't stop. Stop with the fucking streaming it. Buy it. I mean, what do you make from streaming, or from somebody streaming a song, one millionth uh, of a cent?
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, I saw the numbers, and it's just. I mean, it, it's it's not you know it's stupid. That's why uh, I mean again, I'm not making money off this, but on Bandcamp, it's a different thing. They can download the new single, and right. I mean, we'll we'll make a much better percentage off it. Right. But I'm selling it for a dollar, so it's you know. But yeah, I mean, man, can, it's you, you know buying. It's the way to go if. You know, if you go to leviathanprojectband.com, it's on there, or it's on Amazon, it's on Target, Walmart, all that stuff you can buy it on. You can buy it. Uh, I think there's a couple copies of the original CD autographed by Tim. Okay. There's like five copies left, and you can buy them direct from the label, from uh, Deco Entertainment.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so the stuff's out sure. there to buy.
0: Yeah, so buy it, you cheap fucks! Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know well dude i'll tell you what man um why don't we do this why don't we uh wrap this up with the new single with uh staring away the darkness so we'll play a little bit of the video and uh what can you tell me about the song that you haven't already told me
1: uh well like i said it's been done for uh, a long time uh this is juan ricardo singing on it uh another ohio singer sure um and it's uh, Matt's playing lead on it. Matt Nardo, who's been with Leviathan Project since day one. And he's kind of a jack of all trades. Uh, and it's taken us, you know, stylistic, maybe maybe a little bit different direction. Like I said, that Lizzie Borden sound, Death Angel sound, uh, sure. you know, something like that. So just, you know, listen to this song. I've had a lot of great response with it so far. And, uh, you know, that's it, man.
0: All right, well, let's check it out right now. It is Staring Away the Darkness. It is Leviathan Project. And uh, Tommy, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aker Presents.
1: Cool. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Budget Pet Care is the leading online supplier of pet health care products that provide branded health care products throughout the United States. They provide quality brand name pet supplies for flea and tick treatments, dewormers, nutritional supplements, eye, ear, and joint care treatments for all cats and dogs, including Frontline Plus, Advantage, A9 Advantix, Capstar, and more. Go to https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash cmspnbpc and use the promo code green20 to save 20% on your next order.
1: Shop budget pet care today.